Hi, Rav Judy here with Masechet Eliot, Perik Vav Mishnah Gimel, dedicated towards the merit of Rafua Shlema, for Tove Miriam Bat Devorah Mindel. Okay, so this is a long Mishnah that finishes out the Perik, and it picks up on some of the themes of the prior one in terms of Taharot and the difference between uh, parts of a body that are taken off from a living body as from somebody, from a, from a corpse, and the differences or similarities in terms of Tuma and Tahara, as well as the opinions, some of which we saw in the prior Mishnah of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Nechunya, whether they are internally consistent. Here we go. So in the prior Mishnah, we said we talked about what happens if a a full, complete part of the body, an organ or primarily like a limb, is taken off in its entirety. How does that compare to uh, to the tuma of taken off of a corpse? Let's say. So in this case, we're talking only about basar, only about flesh, no bones. It's just muscle, sinew, skin, etc. I'm um, sorry for the grossness of this. It's just something that happens, and one needs to know whether this, you know, it's going to apply more to a pathologist or a doctor if they do a biopsy, if they take out a piece. So in the times of the Beit HaMikdash, would they be worried about Tumah? Rabbi Lazar says that in such a case, if there's a kazayit, if there's an olive's worth, and it's taken from something living, then it is, makes you tame. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Nechemia say not. Now, second part. What about etzim kisa'ora? What about a small piece of bone the size of a barley grain or larger that is also separated from something living? A surgery, a biopsy, whatever it might be. So, etzim kisa'ora, if taken from a living being, the a little bit of bone the size of a barley grain or larger, Rabbi Nechunya now says is Tameh, but Rabbi Lazar, who in the last case of just flesh, said Tameh, Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua is both say Tahor here. So now the question is going to be one of internal Consistency. Here we go. They said to Rabbi Why do you, Rabbi Lazar, say that if flesh is taken in an olive's worth off of something living or someone living, that that would make one Tameh? He says to them, Look, we saw in the last Mishnah that an entire, we call it an organ, but it's really a limb. Um, but a, a whole piece, you know, think, God forbid, a finger or something like that. So a whole piece is considered to be, if it's taken from the living, it's seen as being the equivalent of an entire corpse. It makes tame. Mahame, and then if you look at a, at a dead body, mahame, kazayat batsar porismirinatame. We have a rule that if from a dead body there's an olive's worth or more of actual flesh, that that would make tame. So off evermenachai. So, so too, when you're talking about taking from the living, kazayat batsar porismirinatame. We should draw the same conclusion because there's there are, there's a linkage. You can learn the laws from a dead body to a live body. And just like the limb of a live body is tame, just like a dead body, so too, if the flesh of a dead body is tame, it should make the flesh from a live body tame. Aha, says Rabbi Lazar. Amru lo, the rabbi said back to him, no, 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 lo. Im timeta kazai batsar paris mina mecha, kentimeta etzim kasara paris menu. He said, listen, if you're talking about a dead body and you're going to say, that the flesh of a dead body is makes tame if it's a kazayat worth. So that's because, and then you're also going to say that a a a bit of bone, a small bit of bone, would also make tame. The rule is that bone is slightly less matame. It has to do with what circumstances. Everybody agrees that these things are by touch, but what about it? But oh hell, what about it? Would it make a room tame? The b- little bit of bone wouldn't make a room tame, but the flesh would. So if you're going to say that you know flesh is uh, is more stringent than bone when it comes to a dead body, then to die. When it comes to the living, you're more lenient, Rebbe Lazar, about a bit of bone. So if you're going to be stringent about bone, which is more lenient than uh, than flesh in a dead body, then if you're going to be lenient about 
uh, bone with a live body should be lenient about the flesh there also. And so be consistent. Make rules for, for dead body, for dead animals or bodies. Make rules for life and keep it consistent, Rebel Lazar. But you're not. You're being specifically stringent in the live case on flesh, even though you're being lenient on the bone. Then they said to turn to Rabbi Nechumya. Rabbi Nechumya, they said to Rabbi Nechumya, What did you see to say that the bone taken from the living, the small bit of bone, that that should make tummy? Amalahen, Rabbi Nechumya answered back to them, And he says the same idea in the, be- in the beginning, that we see that a complete limb uh, or piece of a, of a live body, if taken, is treated as if tummy like a dead one. Just like with the dead, a little bit of bone will still make some things tame. So do the same thing with the living, that a little bit of bone will make things at least somewhat tame. So then the rabbi said back to him, Amru lo, they said to Rabbi, Lazar, to Rabbi Nechunia, lo, what are you talking about, Rabbi Nechunia? I don't get it. No, 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 you can't pull that one over on us. If you're going to say that a little bit of bone taken from the dead is going to make at least somewhat tame, and then you're also going to make the flesh of, of that which is dead into something that makes tame. Well, then you should make that the same rules for the living where you're going to make the bone also, you're going to make that, uh, you're going to make that tame when you went and made the, the flesh tahor. I, I get it. You're not, again, you're not being consistent, Rabbi Nechonia. So So they said to Rabbi Lazar, they came back to him. I mean, they already made the argument. But they now asked him as a question, in a question form as opposed to an argument form. What did you see, Rabbi Lazar, to think that there should be different rules here between flesh and bone as opposed to between dead and living? Either say both flesh and bone of the living are tahor, or say flesh and bone of the living are tameh, but pick one. Amalahem, Rabbi Lazar answered back, here's why I see a difference. Amalahem, Maruba Tumana Basar In general, he says, we have greater level of Tuma from flesh than from bone. You see that with creepy crawly things, animals, dead, dead animals, roadkill, you see that if they still have flesh on them, they are mitame, but if they are only bone, if it's only a skeleton of an animal, the kind of thing you'd see in a museum or somewhere out in the desert, you see a bone of an animal, doesn't make tame anymore if it's just an animal bone. So he says, you see that flesh is more stringent when it comes to tuma than bone. Devar Acher, furthermore, he says, uh, that you see that if a if a limb has on it flesh and sinew and muscle and all of that, it is matame, it makes you tame if you touch it, if you sit on it, and even are in the room with it. But chaser basar, if you take off the flesh, it's just plain tame, it's only by contact. Chaser ha'etzim, tower, and if you have a, if you, the bone has been removed, and then you just have a little bit of flesh left, now you're talking less than a kazayat, it's even tahor. No bone, less than a kazayat of, of muscle or what's, whatever's left over, it's even tahor altogether. He says, so you see that flesh is much more mitame than bone. They said to Rabbi Nechunia, Why did you, Rabbi Nechunia, make the distinction also? Either say both are tahor or say both are tame, but pick one. He makes the opposite argument of Rabbi Lazar, namely that the, the tumah inherent in bones is more than that of flesh. How? If you have a little bit of flesh that comes off of a, uh, a body, it's completely tahor. But if you have a a, a limb that comes off has bone in it and it's 
it's fully as it was and it's it's healthy. Like you could you actually attach it maybe even with surgery, it might heal up. That's gonna make you tell me. Furthermore, a little bit of flesh makes you tame with contact or sitting on or even in the room. But when it comes to bones, you either need a majority of the bones in the body to make the whole room tame, or and, and frankly, if you have a little bit and you're missing flesh, if you just have bones, it's it's completely tahor. And if you don't have the majority of the bones, even though it's not going to make the, the entire tent, the whole structure, the building you're in, uh, um, it's still going to be when uh, bones will still, even if you have enough of them, if you even touch them, even if you don't have enough, it's going to make you tameh. And any flesh that is dead, that is less than a kazayat, is tahor. But if you have the majority of the body or you know most of its build, uh, then even if you don't have a large quantity of bones, it's going to be tame. So the point is that ultimately you take away that Rav Nechunya and Rabbi Elazar are taking two different sides of it, but both are saying that the rules are different uh, between bone and flesh in the living. Along, then they said to Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Yoshua was, said that they're both Tahor. So, Amr lo the Rabbi Yoshua, Mari itam Tahir And why did you think both of them are Tahor? Amr lahem, lo imam martin pemech, yeshlo rov verova verakav. He says, no, when you think with the dead, we have all kinds of rules. If you have enough bones, if you have a rova, if you have a quarter kav of bones, and if they're, if they're decomposing. But Torah Bachai, when it comes to that which is the living, imbo rova verova kav, we don't have any of those rules. He says the living and the dead are simply two separate dimensions, and the split to make is not between bones of the living and flesh of the living, it's to make the difference between that which comes from the living and that which comes from the dead.